Hey guys, Eric Anthony here, co-host of the All Things MSP podcast. If you are an MSP and you're looking for advice on anything business or operations related to your MSP, give us a shout. Let us know. We want to bring you on the show. So make sure you reach out. That's one of the problems with most MSPs is they think they can do it themselves and they're not wrong, but it's going to take them longer and end up being more expensive because they won't be working on the things that they should be working on that they're better at. And that's why they should outsource stuff like that. Well, so that comes down to the the conversation of ROI. So let's just pick this up. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the All Things MSP podcast. My name is Justin Eskar. I am with the OG host, Eric Anthony. This is an uncut, unformatted episode where we just started talking and was like, hey, maybe we'll turn this into another episode. We're talking about ROI, right? We're talking about return on investment of your time. And this all kicked off because we were having a conversation about a vendor and whether or not I should be paying for this vendor when I could actually do all the work myself but I just do not have the time, nor do I have as high of a skill level as the vendor, right? Like I can do 50, 60% of what the vendor can do by myself if I had the time. All of that kind of is a mix. So the question we're we're talking about, and this is why we started recording this episode is, um, should you as the MSP owner who should be spending time on your business be doing these things or outsourcing to vendors. And we're talking about marketing, we're talking about cold calling, we're talking about accounting, we're talking about whatever you wanna, whatever the topics may be, because you are an MSP owner, you're good at being an MSP owner and fixing things. You might not be good at marketing or picking up the phone or doing cold calls or lead generation or even accounting or finance or HR or whatever. So that's, that's how this got started. Um, we're gonna keep this uncut and untethered I don't know what it was tethered to, so I don't know how it could be untethered. But Yeah, I'm like, exactly what is it tethered to? Um, <laughs> but, you know, there, there are reasons why people hire MSPs, right? Right. And it's not because they can't do IT. I mean, in some cases it is. But, I mean, most people, I'm, let's use this as a simple example, but it's a, it's a very common example, right? Setting up, buying provisioning your office 365 account is not hard. Otherwise they would not be able to sell it to residential customers and residential (laughs) customers be able to sign up for it and access it all by themselves. Right. However, there's, there's a value to you, the business owner, especially where your time is more valuable to the business than what you're paying that MSP to manage your, your Microsoft 365. Right. Why spend, if your, if your hourly rate is not, and I don't mean the MSP, I'm talking about the, the, we're talking about our clients here. Like my, my graphic design clients, their hourly rate is $400 an hour. Why spend two to three hours figuring out Microsoft office and lose 1200 bucks when they can be billing out 1200 bucks and pay me, Two hundred dollars an hour, right? Right. So we, as MSP owners, have to think the same way our clients think. If they're going to outsource to us, we should be outsourcing to other uh, vendors as well. But the question comes down to is: Is it worth it? And and you know, 
Sometimes it is, and sometimes it's not. Like, look, here's a great example. I cannot code my way out of a paper bag, okay? I took Java in college. We had to make a, a thing where a dude gets on an elevator, the elevator goes up, the guy gets off the elevator, right? My guy showed up over here, the elevator was over there. The guy was over here. The other, I, I basically invented the Wonkavator, handed it in, the guy gave me an F. I convinced him that the Wonkavator is better than an elevator, and he gave me a D just so I would shut up, right? So this, I cannot code. So whenever we wanted to do anything, when we built apps back when I had Autrieve or the stuff that we're building now, like FreshBooks Time Tracker, I'm outsourcing that. I'm outsourcing that part because I cannot do it. And that's okay, and I'm figuring out the value. The app that we built, FreshBooks Time Tracker, which connects our Zendesk to FreshBooks, saved my company 40 to 50 hours a month of like going back and logging into different websites and tracking time and doing that. And yes, there may have been other ways of doing it, switching out of Zendesk and getting into a PSA or using Harvest or whatever, but these are the tools we were using. And so for the $5,000 I paid somebody to make the app, I have regained that ROI in spades. And this is a side note to it, I sell the app on the Zendesk marketplace, so I make some money back on it also, right? Because I can't code, otherwise I would have done it myself. And I know plenty of MSP owners who can code. The amount of stuff that's on GitHub that's done by my friends and colleagues is outrageous. But what's not on GitHub is their marketing plans, their 30-day marketing canvases, their, their balance sheets or how they're gonna do their taxes, or like the best PEO software, or HR software, or like, what should we do for benefits for our clients? Like none of that's out there because they don't know what to do. And so this is the stuff like where you should be outsourcing this stuff. Yeah. And it's strictly a business decision. Like you can take this down to numbers and say, yes, I should outsource it or no, I shouldn't. And where it gets complicated is a, in the business owner's hourly rate, you got to know what that is. Okay what the hourly rate of contribution to the business is. And then you also have to look at how much is that spare time? Or are you really that busy that you are literally taking time away that is much more valuable to the business? Because one of the one of the great things about being a small startup MSP, right? Is you got nothing but time. Or yeah. maybe you're a young kid and you're just, you've got the hustle mentality and you've got the time and you aren't tied down by six kids, you know, you can, you have the time between 10 o'clock at night and two o'clock in the morning to do the extra work to do your own marketing. But if you don't, you have to outsource it. Yeah. But then the, so then the question comes down to is who to outsource to, right? Um, there are a lot of people out there who will sell you up the river by saying, I do marketing for MSPs or I'll get you leads for your MSP, right? The amount of, the amount of uh, B2B driven lead control, uh, blah, 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 that I get on LinkedIn a day is enough to fill my house, right? And I always respond with the back with, you ever work with an Apple consultant before? And they go, no, but it'll be fine. I'm like, it's not, it's not. And they always stop at that point, but like, so there's plenty of people who are out there who are good and there are plenty of people who are out there who are bad. The question is, how do you know which one to choose? And 
I've done a lot of it. I've used a lot of their service. I've used a lot of different services that are out there. I've used the cold call and I've done the webinar. I've done people you and I know that we're not going to talk about publicly. Like I've used different services. I've done the LinkedIn messaging. I've done the Facebook thing. I've done the email thing, like whatever. And to be honest, none of it really worked. And it could be because something we've talked about on previous episodes, I was shooting too broad, right? I didn't have my avatar as we like to talk about, uh, my, my, my honed in, pin drop sized person that I'm trying to hit. So maybe it was that, I don't know. Maybe it was, I was um, bamboozled by the idea of getting a hundred leads a week, right? Oh, I can totally do it. Can you, can you close a deal if I get you a hundred leads a week? Yeah, of course I can close a deal if you get a hundred. I just totally tripped. <laughs> of course but I can, can close can you? But can you get me a hundred? Oh, I can, but can you get me the hundred leads, right? Yeah. Um, and so it's it's really easy for us to, because all of us want to be successful. So it's really easy for someone to to pull the the wool over our eyes because they're promising us gold and jets and whatever. So the question really comes down to how do we know? How do we? And I'm going to ask you because you're on the vendor side, right? How do we as MSPs know how to trust the vendor? whether it's the marketing vendor, the accounting vendor, the file share vendor, whatever. How do we as the MSP know to trust the vendor? So my default would be to not trust the vendor. But nice. I mean, yes, <laughs> I am on the vendor side. So I I, I, I realize there's, there's a real answer to this. Um, by making a process out of it, quite honestly, like you should have a process, you should have a checklist. Although I happen to know because in fact, it's funny because I, I was just on a call uh, with some CompTIA, you know, on a CompTIA committee call where one of the things that we came up with from CCF is it can we create a checklist for people to use when they're vetting a vendor? Because this is a serious concern these days. And it's not just from a security standpoint, right? It's from right. a are they going to automatically renew me into a three-year contract? You know, uh, check, check dig. mark. Are dig, they, dig. but it's true. I mean, it yeah, happens yeah. and it's yeah. not just the one everybody's thinking of right now. Um, <laughs> other people out there are doing it too. Um, you know, do they have good support? Do they, you know, have all the things in place that they need to have, um, from a security standpoint? Uh, how do they treat their their partners? Do they treat them as partners or or do they take lead, you know, do they have deal registration and then take those deal registrations and reach out to the end user directly? I mean, we've both seen it happen in this industry. And so there's yeah. a lot, uh, you know, good or bad, right? There is a lot of distrust of vendors uh, in this space and, and, I think yeah. it's twofold. I, th I think it's because there was a lot of bad history because these bigger companies, bigger vendors thought that they could take advantage of these smaller MSPs. And it's not necessarily malicious because I know some of these vendors and they were doing it simply because they thought that the MSP wasn't doing a good enough job at actually reaching out and following up on the opportunities on the deal registrations that they were submitting to the vendor. 
Right. And and that kind of brings me back around, by the way, to something you said. Um, and I kind of made a you know a, a snide comment about can you take those hundred leads and actually convert from them? And and yes, you've been doing this long enough. I know you can. But there's a lot of MSPs out there. In fact, I, I think who was it? Um, I don't know. I was talking to one of the the marketing people in the space, and they were saying that yeah, we can get you leads all day long. But if you don't actually know how to sell to those leads, it's not going to do you any good. Now, that to me was a great reply um, to somebody because, you know, if if an MSP asks, well, can you get me a thousand leads? Can you handle a thousand leads? Do you have (laughs) the sales organization to handle a thousand leads? Because I doubt that you do unless you're a big MSP. And if you're already a big MSP, you probably don't need somebody else generating leads for you. Right. It's 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 putting the cart before the horse. It's your eyes are bigger than your stomach. It's, it's some hyperbole here. Like the the fact is is there is a general distrust of a lot of vendors, right? And there's nothing that the MSPs are going to do to fix that, right? That's that's hashtag vendors clean your act up. But on the other side, on the other side, there are things that MSPs should be doing. For example, being um, to use this, the the four thousand, five thousand people that are in the All Things MSP Facebook group. That's where you go and you say, "Hey, I'm thinking about hiring XYZ marketing firm, or I'm thinking about hire, I'm thinking about using uh, uh, ABC HR software." Has anyone used it? What is the good and the bad? Because you'll get honest answers. Now, what I don't like is when people in the group, and this is not just our group, this is every group, give some like snidey BS answer like, oh, they all suck. Don't do that. Like, whatever. Like, that's not helpful for the person. Like, we as MSPs should be trying to help one another as much as possible. The reason everyone's in the All Things MSP group on Facebook, facebook.com slash group slash All Things MSP, is because you're there because we have a common interest. Our common interest is that we want our MSPs to grow. I see what's happening. You're telling me about the light thing and it's happening again because I'm moving. Um, We want our MSP to grow. We want to provide that community. And so when somebody asks, hey, have you ever worked with this vendor? You as the MSP, as a member should say, if you have, yes, I have, here's the pros and cons. And if you haven't, don't get involved because that's going to help us and help us as MSPs and you as the, as the, as the MSP build up a rapport of good vendors that we can use. And the good vendors will probably continue to stay as good vendors right now that that may not be a hundred percent true, right? There's been plenty of times people have taken a left turn, new management, they get acquired, but we're not talking about big, massive, you know, uh, uh, RMM software. I'm talking about like, who, who's got a good marketing person? Who's, who's got a good sales company? Who's got a good insurance? Like for ACN, for Apple Consultants Network, we have, we're required to have insurance. It's part of the program. The amount of conversations in the Mac admins Slack in the ACN channel about insurance is phenomenal because everyone's like, who do you use for insurance? How do you do this? How do you do that? Whatever it's all been helpful and beneficial, right? And we're talking about an insurance company. Insurance companies are innately horrible. So 
we have to we have to empower each other to help one another and we have to make sure that we're working with vendors that help us and not hurt us and and put pressure on them to help us and especially on those smaller vendors like we've had some great guests on um and we've talked a lot about marketing and 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 business coaches and we've had uh, uh, um, uh, a couple others on where those are the vendors we should be talking to more often right and if your gut is telling you that something doesn't sound right on someone's pitch bye felicia like don't talk to them we were talking about this a couple minutes ago uh pre pre uh, uh recording i get constant pitches on LinkedIn for B2B marketing. And the best one I get is whenever I get the one where the subject line goes, go Rams. For those who don't know, I went to the University of Rhode Island like years ago. And the Rams is the sports team, right? So it's the mascot. I did not like going to the University of Rhode Island. I did not care for the sports teams at the University of Rhode Island. There's that one incident with Lamar Odom. We'll talk about that later. But don't start don't try to pitch me with go rams you're immediately not going to get my business right bad vendor and i will go on a limb and say whatever that vendor's company's name is if someone says hey have you heard from these guys i'm gonna go bad vendor because they didn't read they didn't learn about me they just saw that i went to uri on linkedin and was like let me run with this that's not gonna work so there's a lot of stuff we can do to help one another there's it's we have to fight the good fight but i think that going back here to let's let's circle this one back do pick good vendors to work with. Figure out the value of their time, or your time, sorry, figure out the value of your time, and supplement with those vendors. Use people like we've had on the podcast, Paul Green, Paul Green, Tim uh, Fitzpatrick, people like that, right? Get a business coach like Melanie Curtis before. People like that, people that we know and trust because they're going to help you. They're not going to hurt you. They're not going to put you in a 10-year contract. You can't do marketing. I'm sorry. I'm going to hit you in the head with it. Because if you could, you wouldn't be an MSP. Find the people who can do it. You probably can't, I don't know, maybe you can, but maybe you, you can't fix your toilet when it's leaking, right? Are you going to go, no, I got it. I can fix it. Just submit a ticket. No, you're going to call a plumber, man. So it's the same thing. I kind of went on a little bit of a rant. I'm sorry. No, I mean, it's okay. But it goes back to what I said earlier, right? Where I think a lot of MSPs, because we have the technician mindset, right? We actually do think we can do all that stuff ourselves. And honestly, if I had a broken toilet, I would fix it myself. I've, I've, I've fixed my own toilets also. But to a point, there's a point to which I will try to fix a toilet and then go, I need a plumber. But I have tried to fix my own toilet. <laughs> Because we have the fix it, we have the fix it mentality, right? Exactly. That part of it. Right. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 And by the way, I've never found a toilet I couldn't fix, but that's just. A you gotta try. You, you come over, and I'll let you try out the the Kohler Japanese style uh, washi washi toilet that we have. We'll try uh -huh. to fix that one. And New York plumbing, no thanks. <laughs> the, you know that the water in New Jersey flushes the other direction, for no other reason than we just we made it to me. We made it so. All right, we're off topic. So, but yeah, but my point here is the ROI of using a vendor is there sometimes. 
you, MSP owner, listener, good, good friend of ours, need to do that calculation to determine that it's there. You need to do a gut check to realize you can't do it all. And then you need to make the decision to put those two things together and then go and hire a good vendor to do a good job for whatever it is you need them to do. Yep. That's all. All I, right. I couldn't so, say it better uh, myself. We want to call this the rant episode? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, if we could get that, like, it, this is what really grinds my gears. Now, uh, yeah, let's go with the rant episode. I like that. <laughs> Well, uh, I guess that's where we'll, we'll rant wrap it up. Uh, Eric, anything else you want to rant on real quick? Um, I have a million things that we could rant on, but it'll take us another half an hour, which we don't have today. Um, so I'll leave it there. We, You know what? Uh, maybe we'll cut this part out. We'll, we'll do a, a separate playlist of like rant episodes where like every 20 episodes or so, we'll just do a, we'll go on a rant and then yeah. that'll be like a fun little... It's a fun little Easter egg for you people who are listening. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe us. Uh, we need the ego boost. Follow us on all of your favorite podcast apps, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Google. Um, I'm sure there's like six others that I don't know. Leave five-star reviews. Leave one-star reviews. Just leave a review. We don't care. Uh, subscribe on YouTube. Uh, YouTube.com at Eric Anthony. I think we think it is. Something uh, like that. Below. Something like that. Links below. Just- Find us all. Search for find all things all, MSP, you'll find it. Yeah, search all things MSP anywhere. Find us at facebook.com slash group slash all things MSP. And we'll catch you next time. Bye!